It's actually a massive challenge, and it's something that the UN is actually significantly contributing uh, to Ukraine's recovery and reconstruction. So what we really are doing as UNDP is uh, really focusing on the recovery work. And since 2022, uh, we've actually worked uh, very closely with the government of Ukraine and local authorities, as well as community civil society organizations and the academia uh, in implementing about 470 uh, millions worth of recovery and development programming throughout Ukraine. Uh, we are helping communities from demining, debris removal, reconstruction, housing and energy, social infrastructure, uh, and also provide mental health services and psychological care. And in addition, the last thing that we also very much help with is with uh, livelihoods and employment uh, generation opportunities. So also create jobs and skills to make sure that there's not a, a jobless or an employment crisis uh, here in Ukraine. Uh, we are also very much committed to supporting uh, community-driven local recovery efforts. Uh, we work in about 10 regional communities and in local communities to set up recovery centers. Uh, we hope that these recovery centers, which coordinate between the national and local levels, uh, can also be scaled up throughout Ukraine and help with the recovery planning. So it's very much important to also be actively engaged uh, in the planning process, but also the implementation and monitoring of it. You mentioned uh, that you're working with communities and that the UN will talk about you know, building better, uh, greener mm-hmm. and with inclusivity in mind. And one of the initiatives that UNDP supports in Ukraine is a project that was co-founded by two women. And under this project, uh, women actually reconstruct uh, damaged houses. They basically build houses. And, of course, construction in Ukraine and in many other countries is seen as a man's job. So mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit more about this project and maybe other similar projects that include women, young people and other groups? Yeah, so you're referencing uh, the Veliki Devnitsvo uh, initiative, uh, which is really uh, great in helping women specifically uh, get more involved in the reconstruction process. So this is all women reconstruction teams uh, that restores uh, businesses, schools and public buildings and which is ba- basically the back, uh, backbone of community recovery efforts. Uh, UNDP also very much support initiatives that contribute to engaging youth in the recovery process. Uh, for instance, we recognize the need to boost the inclusion of young people in the recovery process. And we partner with the Ministry of, uh, of Youth and Sports on an initiative which is called uh, Vitnova Ukraine. Uh, it's a national program for youth engagement and it organizes youth volunteers uh, also getting very actively involved in Ukraine. In this regard, about 720 volunteers have restored 24 youth centers. Uh, these youth centers have subsequently been visited by uh, 11,000 people. And this uh, Vitnova Ukraine initiative will also continue in 2024 and get more youth people involved in uh, volunteer, uh, specifically young people as well. So I think what we're clearly recognizing is the reconstruction is a whole of society approach uh, in Ukraine. It involves uh, people from different genders. It involves people from different ages. Uh, and it really requires uh, specifically young people and women to be actively involved in the reconstruction process as well.
So we talked about reconstruction efforts, but reconstructing and rebuilding wouldn't be possible in the areas that are not safe. And Ukraine is now one of the world's most heavily mined contaminated countries. And UNDP has been working with uh, Ukraine and leading the UN's uh, mine action program. Can you tell us a little bit more about UNDP's efforts to help Ukraine deal with this immense issue? Sure. As you mentioned, uh, it's a massive challenge in uh, in Ukraine. About 174,000 uh, square kilometers uh, is um, estimated to be uh, contaminated uh, or affected by unexploded ordinances or mines. Uh, so it is really a, a large challenge that uh, both uh, the government is addressing, but also many actors and partners working in this field. So UNDP is the lead UN agency uh, for the comprehensive mine action efforts in Ukraine. And we very much work with the government and other partners to tackle the threat of unexploded ordinances, landmines and cluster munitions. Uh, we basically support the state uh, emergency services or SESU and other national partners with building their capacities and helping them with equipment. And through these efforts, about 8.5 million people have reached uh, new safety standards and safety services that they've received. We also work very much with mine uh, victims assistance, and it's a crucial component of our work. UNDP supports both piloting and rolling out holistic uh, mine action initiatives. The total cost for demining will be in the region of $34.6 billion, which is really quite significant. Um, and uh, it is expected that this will take, as we said, at least a decade uh, to overcome. And we're also very much involved in working on new technologies and innovative technologies uh, such as satellite imagery, uh, drones and high-powered computers uh, that helps the government also quickly release a lot of the agricultural land and other lands uh, so that uh, this uh, big number of 174,000 square kilometers can be reduced as quickly as possible. A lot of Ukrainians lost their family members, their homes, jobs, any sense of normalcy. And building the country back is only possible through supporting its people, through strengthening their resilience. Mm -hmm. And I think you already mentioned it briefly in response to my first question. Um, but if you can talk a little bit more about it, uh, what does UNDP do to provide psychological support for Ukrainians? Yeah, so the number of people who are uh, vulnerable and at risk of social e exclusion, uh, and we can mention here maybe those in poverty, living with disabilities, uh, older persons, single parent families, veterans, uh, is significantly rising and uh, putting an increased pressure on Ukraine's social safety net, uh, which is really also, you know, quite significant, uh, specifically as the war uh, continues uh, into its third year as well. And almost half population is now enrolled in some sort of social protection programs. And so what we do at UNDP is we collaborate with the government, local authorities and civil society on policy development and the creation and implementation of participatory and inclusive recovery plans, what I also outlined in the beginning. Uh, we provide, for instance, comprehensive rehabilitation, uh, health care, social support, uh, but also employment opportunities. And we aim to rebuild the lives and ensure long-term resilience 
and inclusion, specifically for those that are most vulnerable. Uh, we also provide a comprehensive support to a hotline initiative, uh, which is called the National Psychological Association. Uh, this is implemented across 23 countries, also working with refugees and displaced people. And it delivered over 8,000 individual consultations and more than 160 educational group sessions uh, for Ukrainians and Ukrainians abroad. And then lastly, we also help uh, to sustain essential public services for vulnerable communities, uh, specifically those near the front lines, including through digitization of public services. And we support uh, the development of 40 new e-services and digital tools. And through these services, nearly 21 million Ukrainians uh, have received access to critical services. And these include uh, internally displaced people, but uh, it also provides services to pensioners and people who need critical services that often can't access those services.